episode of Community D. Um, my name is Sarah, or you can call me SB, the BAMS, if you got it. Um, and yeah, welcome to Community D. Just to give you some um, background to Community D. So uh, a few months ago, I wrote something called the Intentional Series, which is on my blog, uh, www.lifewithoutspanks.com, which is a little plug here there um, and it was basically just talking about dating in your late 20s to early 30s you know some of the things that I have learned and some of the issues that we actually face within this dating jungle so really talking around you know physical attraction talking about gaslighting talking about um, you know dealing with heartbreak talking about some of the the things that we identify and maybe we ignore but we should really focus on and really making sure we're focusing on being intentional and looking for the right person in our lives so just on that I realized actually there's so much more that I want to learn uh, and not just from myself but from other people um so that's pretty much the the background of where community D came from and I know I'm going to get asked this question quite a lot but the D stands for many things. The D stands for dating. The D stands for discussion. The D stands for debate. The D stands for danger. So when you see danger um, with any a man or woman that you are dating, hopefully the pod will help eliminate those. Um, so please do get involved. Um, I will be posting the episodes up um, on various different platforms. So please do get involved by writing comments there. Uh, you can also write... Um, um, on the Life Arts Banks Instagrams uh, or Instagram. Oh my gosh, see my accent come up there. Uh, and the Life of Arts Banks at uh, Twitter. So the hashtag will be Community D Pod. All right, so let's get into it. Um, I'm going to let my first guest introduce himself. So yeah, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Um, I'm Digi. Uh, I. And I don't know what more to say, but we dated <laughs> yeah, uh, a yeah, couple of times, couple of times. <laughs> over the last uh, last four, four or five years, I think it was. Gosh, it's been that long. It's been a while. Wow. Um, and yes, it, that's that's me. I live in London. Is it ASL? <laughs> yeah, I feel like let's do a bit of ASL because it's very awkward. Hi, I'm Dej. I dated Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Um, thirty-four. Live yeah. in London, um, obviously male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, kind of have a thing for beard bays, and he's bearded, so you know. I feel like that's the only thing I can say about him, though, because he wants to be relatively anonymous. Relatively, relatively yeah. anonymous. Although you said I mean, your I, name, I, I, mean, I said to you, I just, I just don't want to come up on our employment screenings. As well. <laughs> <laughs> and also on this database, this secret database that we really have about guys that treat us like that have been bad to us in the past and we don't we we've got what's it called again the crb we've got crb on you so that's yeah yeah that's yeah. another part that you don't want to come up on oh you know i mean this we 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 grow and we learn no one's bad people just sometimes don't handle situations the way that they could have the best True. way that they could have so True. so yeah no we'll get into that later but yeah, yeah cool well um I feel like we start off, I want to start off the kind of podcast um, with a little bit of an icebreaker. Yeah. Like you said, we grow and we learn and, you know, we've chatted a few times in the last year or so, but 
I mean, it's been a, a while actually since we've really kind of sat down and had a proper talk. So I'm going to start this after breaker off called um, Build Your Boo. And Build Your Boo essentially is I want you to talk about all the characteristics that you love in a woman and and you have a minute to do that. So I'm going to give you a minute, but you need to pit build your perfect boo. So like whoever this amazing woman is, you can build her. Now, if you have someone in mind that you think is good, like a celebrity, then you can say them, but you have to say why you've chosen that celebrity or why you've chosen that person. Okay. So I actually have my timer with me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm only going to give you a minute. You got a minute on the clock. Um, you ready? Yep. Your time starts now. Uh, so so uh, I'm glad you gave me a celebrity because uh, it's Kelly Rowland. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know a lot about Kelly, uh, her personality. I mean, um, but she's she's a confident, strong, confident woman. She is happy to. Be in the limelight, but she's also also happy to support her friends when she needs to. Um, but at the same time, she's, I mean, okay, looking at the physical aspect, she is dark-skinned, eyes like fire, lips. Um, you have 10 seconds left. I have 10 seconds left. <laughs> I mean, that's confident and a little bit of mischief my perfect group that's it five to seven okay yeah. alright okay so Kelly Rowland although I have to pull you off a little bit on um, the part that you said around I don't know much about her personality so how is your perfect woman if you don't know much about her personality okay so I was basing that mainly on looks okay right so do you feel like physical aspects play a big part in what you go for in a woman no, um, and that's the reason I went with the celebrity for the physical because I, I don't have a physical type, a physical spec okay. necessarily. Uh, I, 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 um, I've dated many different women. Um, of, that sounds wrong. I've made. I've dated women. Uh, that look many different ways. Um, and uh, the main thing that I've always looked for is personality. And I said, uh, just a tiny bit of mischief. She will make my life fun. Okay. That In a good way. In a good way, yeah. Okay. It's interesting you say that, actually, because I feel... Do you ever feel like in looking for that and I feel like this might be a kind of a general question for some of it some guys as well in looking for that mischief you might get a bad B but mischief never comes in it never comes in a good way it has its bad elements as well and you know do you feel like you might be setting yourself up a bit in, in Absol that? absolutely um I've that I've gone in, into a lot of trouble uh looking for mischief um and Maybe it's not the it's it, maybe it's not the exact thing that I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is excitement. I'm okay. Looking for is, is, but 
sometimes it, it looks like mischief. Yes, it's excitement and mischief, I feel like, are two slightly different things. <laughs> but hey, you like what you like. I'm not yeah. going to judge you. No judgment on this podcast. So, yeah, okay. So, Kelly Rowland. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Um, I did get a touch of the... Where you said, oh, she supports her friend. I did get a touch of the... Okay, basically, she's okay being in the shadows while Beyonce shines. Because we all know the Destiny's Child situation, but... But I don't, I don't think Kelly is in the shadows. Kelly is... She's a, diff, she's a different kind of person to Beyonce. Yeah. Um, she has her own thing. Mm. And she's, she's, she's been very successful doing her own thing. Okay. Um, so maybe a part of that, then, is you want someone who is a bit of an introverted extrovert if that makes sense exactly because that's what i am ah there you go little psychology 101 (laughs) there so okay all right cool yeah all right so let's get into kind of the main topic the main reason why you're here obviously you mentioned at the beginning that you are my ex Mm -hmm. we dated not once but twice yes um so Actually, I want to hear from your perspective. How, how did we meet? How did you come across me? How did you? How did? How did we meet? Um. So we have a mutual friend. Yeah. Um. And I guess we met a few times in uni, but just kind of in passing. Uh, yeah. I don't think we were ever really properly introduced um, at that point, but then. Few years passed. We 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 we, uh, we left uni. We were we were both working, and I'd always sort of admired you from afar. Yeah. Um, and always always. I mean, fundamentally, and I think I've said this to you before. I I always kind of thought you were out of my league, um, but I I just admired you from, admired you from afar, and then I don't remember what triggered it, but this. One day, twenty fourteen, I think it was, or twenty thirteen. It was twenty fourteen. So I think I was still working at my like my first um, learn development job. So I think it was twenty thirteen, and I can actually tell you what triggered it. So I can kind of interject here in terms of. Um, I, okay, but, well. Um, well, no, you go, you go. Actually, you go. I mean, but I think I slid into your DMs on Facebook. Oh gosh, like yes. yes! I even forgot. About that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, you did. You did. You did. Uh, that, I mean, this was before sliding into into DMs was a thing. Yeah. Um, pioneer here. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, and it was, and it was just kind of like I I, I I still thought completely out of my league, but you know, it was just kind of like at least we'll be friends because she's really cool, um, and. We got to talking. Uh, you came over. I cooked you dinner, and even then, I was still like, "Nah, this this this, this can't be a thing." Like, she's, she's not into me. But then, yeah, things just kind of escalated from there, and and I was I, I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So what I was gonna say is, I remember. I forgot about the Facebook thing, but I actually remember when you slid into my DMs on what was actually kind of a mutual slide. 
in that on Instagram, you then used to post up these pictures of you cooking all these like really great dishes because I think you were really into your cooking then. Um, and there was one dish that I absolutely was like, it had like chilies and chicken. It's just like all my favorite flavors. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like you have to cook this for me. And it was a joke. I put a comment under your page um, and you're like, you know what, come round, I'll cook it for you. Um, and I remember speaking to our mutual friend and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going around to Dej's and I'm, you know, he's going to cook for me. She was like, what? You guys are going on a date? I was like, no, no, it's not a date. Like, no, no, no. Because at that point, I kind of, being very honest, I kind of sensed that you might, there was an attraction there, but I was like very much dismissive. I tend to take the stance of unless you actively say to me, I'm into you, I was very dismissive. So I was like, no, 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 we're not in a relationship or rather we're not going on a date. Um, and then it was like summer into, I remember it was summer because you came out in like a white tee and I was like, oh, okay. It's not a date, but it might be, I might, I might make it into a date and being like, oh shit. Like, wow, I think I'm actually attracted to this guy, like attracted, attracted to this guy. Um, so yeah, kind of from there, um, we had the, we had dinner, you cooked, we talked, we eat an ice cream and then. I was like, oh, it's funny because I thought this, you know, I was told that this was a date and he was like, it wasn't a date. But I mean, so you were like, it wasn't a date, but I would like it to be. And I was like, okay. Uh, and then I think we made out and that was kind of how, <laughs> how we officially met in a relationship capacity. So, um, so yeah, that was it. And then, um, you know, we dated for a little bit. We didn't date for that long, actually. Um, a couple of months? No, in terms of before we actually got into a relationship. So when oh. we went on dates. No, we didn't date for, we dated for about a month. And yeah. then essentially we went on a couple of awesome dates. Actually, Dej still remains one of the guys that I went on a really, like one of my best dates with. He was very, very creative about that. Um, and then we actually were in a relationship for about two months. I think the first time round, yeah. we were in a relationship for about two months. So, um, and we've never had this conversation before, mm. but even kind of when we dated the second time around, which might have been one of our mistakes, but I mean, for you, what do you feel, because you broke up with me, um, mm. what do you feel, why do you feel like you that, that had to happen? Or why do you feel like, you know, you needed to break up with me the first time around? Um, this is going back, so yeah. The first time around, I think I wasn't I wasn't ready for a relationship fundamentally, mm. um, and the way that that manifests itself is uh, or manifested itself is, I started thinking about all the ways that I couldn't be a good boyfriend to you and you couldn't be the girlfriend that I needed you to be mm. um, but what that really was was I have and everyone does everyone has their own internal issues mm -hmm. that they, they need to deal with but then the question that you, you always have to ask yourself is am I willing to bear my demons to the person that I'm I'm proposing today and Fundamentally, the answer at that time for me was no. Yeah. I didn't trust you with my demons. Yeah. Um, and 
that's not a reflection on you. Yeah. Um, to an extent, it is because it's it's not a reflection on on your character. Yeah. It's a reflection on where I placed me. Yeah, I put yeah. you. Um. And that's not how I thought about it then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said I've grown a lot since yeah. then. Um, but th- it was it was it, it was just thinking. I don't think I can give her what she needs in a relationship. Mm. Um, yeah. And why do you feel like? Because I again I don't feel like you're having done growing myself as well. Because at the time, you know, I was absolutely heartbroken. I actually remember calling you and being like, you know, total disclosure here. I called him like the next day. I'd gone to church. I'd prayed. I was like, no, we're not meant to break up. And I called you like, I feel like we should give this another chance. Should we give this another chance? And you were like, no. But, you know, at, at no point, like you mentioned, did you want to be able to to talk about how you felt and the fact that you, you had, you know, to, to an extent, an insecurity about how we could be in a relationship. And, you know, I don't feel like that is uncommon mm. to a lot of guys out there. So, I mean, why do you think that is? I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with any of your guy friends around that. Why do you think that they struggle with that, con- having those conversations? It's It's a difficult conversation to have as a man in in this society where, where, you're, where you're supposed to be uh, supposed to be a, a man supposed to have or his shit together. Mm. He's supposed to know what he's about. But the truth is, most guys are winging it. They've uh, whether whether or not you you you've grown up with the with the male role model, they haven't lived your life. Mm. So your life is new. You you are figuring things out, and no one wants to no one wants to admit to the fact that they don't have it all figured out. Mm. So. You know, for someone who, like me, for example, who might not understand that, I, you know, I talk a lot about the intentional series, kind of volume five. I talked a lot about internalizing that emotion that I felt when you broke up with me because I felt like it was me. And, you know, people go through different circumstances and there are some women who might not be able to have that insight that actually it's not them, it's you. It's the, it's the guy that's spoken up with them. And they might think that they've done something wrong. You know, we, we spoke about it offline and I mentioned the fact that um, just before we broke up, there was a time where you were always paying for um, all of our meals. And then just before we broke up, I kind of had naturally assumed that you were going to pay for the meal again. Um, and you were like, no, we need to split the bill. And so when we broke up afterwards, I felt like maybe you thought I was using you and that was something that I internalised. So I... Um, and this was a long time ago, but I don't think I ever thought you were using me. Mm. Um, and it, it was it was never it was never that. I think it was just you have. Um, and this is something again that I realized second time around. You have a very very big personality, and because of the kind of person I am. Mm. It tends to sometimes trigger my insecurities. Okay, um, and th- that was that was something that that definitely the second time around around I realized, but it wasn't necessarily. Um, it, it was. It had nothing to do with money. Mm. Um, 
I mean, I use that as an example, but kind of going back to what I was, what I was going to ask was, I mean, how do you, how, how can you possibly communicate, kind of looking in hindsight, how can you possibly communicate that feeling? Because you, you know, you end up leaving that woman with that insecurity if you're not communicating with them, even if you're not necessarily displaying all of your demons. So, you know, how do you get out of, of that situation? You know, what, what, I guess maybe what would you do differently or? What would I do different? Uh, I'll, um, so I'm currently in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and we... Shout out to her. She's really awesome, by the way. <laughs> uh, Sarah's only met her once. What? <laughs> um, do you, I met her twice. And actually, I first time I met her, I met her at our mutual friend's birthday. Uh-huh. What was and the second time? Second time was at the mutual friend's dinner. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're Trying right. Trying to help right. me up on my own podcast. I think <laughs> not my G. Okay, so Sarah's with her twice. Um, but yeah, she's she's awesome. Uh, but we, we, we had, a, there, were, there were a few things that, that came up where, and I, I, I even said this to her um, four or five years ago, uh, I would just have walked away from the relationship and she wouldn't have known why. Uh, necessarily, except that I would have said something like, I can't give you what you want in a relationship. Um, but we talked about it, and, and I think it's very important, communication in any relationship. Um, if you want a serious partnership, communication is key, mm. and you need to talk about, you need to be willing to air your di- dirty laundry, talk about the things that you feel, even talk about the things that you feel might hurt them in that moment. You, you feel, might uh, feel, um, maybe not necessarily hurt them, but the uncomfortable things, mm. bring up the, the things that, that you think they might react to because it might trigger the, some of their insecurities. You can't be afraid to trigger the person that you're dating. Yeah. I mean, that's a bold choice of words, I will say. Because I don't know, it's not... a. I don't think it's being afraid of triggering the person that you're dating because to trigger someone is a very... Like, you don't know what that trigger will... What the, the side effects of that will be. But I do understand it from a... You can't be afraid to have an uncomfortable conversation yeah. with your with your partner because those are the things that also not just deal with the issue at hand but alleviate your behavior if you're inclined to walk away from something instead of dealing with the issue head on um, again which is something i feel like a lot of people deal with let me explain that a little bit let me expand on that okay in any relationship partnership it should be a safe space mm. Agreed. So when I say that you, sh- you shouldn't be afraid to trigger the person that you're, that you're in a relationship with, they should always know that this comes fully from a place of caring mm. and that it's not an attack. Mm. It's, it's an, this is how I'm perceiving things and yeah. this is how your behavior is affecting me. But I love you regardless. Um, and how can we move forward so that 
we continue to grow together and the things that the, the things that we do don't affect each other don't impact each other negatively yeah i mean that conversation should be happening both ways no yeah absolutely yeah it should be happening both ways but i guess i mean from kind of the conversation we had that's one of your biggest learnings from mm. say dating me and you know other people that you because i know you were dating someone you date someone else after me and that was quite a long-term relationship mm. as well so i guess from those from those relationships that's kind of one of your learnings but no 100% it should be you know, communication both ways um something I am going to very quickly bring up is our second ra- time round because I mm. think that's quite an important one as well um I know when we started dating the second time round a lot of people were a bit like why would you go back there and I think there is a big debate around relationships um if you've broken up with someone you, is your ex an ex for a reason? Should you ever go back there? And and actually, that was a very interesting one because we hadn't spoken for about two years. Um, and our mutual friend, you still quite close with her. Um, and you would mention me from time to time. And she'd tell me and I'd, I'd be absolutely irate. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking hear this about this guy. I don't want to know. Until one day I kind of, and you know, being very honest, I feel like it was curiosity more than anything else. I was like, you know what? I want to hear what he has to say because I want to know the, you know, what what went wrong mm. um and instead <laughs> um i think we went to dinner um and it ended up with you kind of messaging me pretty soon afterwards being like actually can we start dating again so we never really we never quite addressed what went wrong the first time around aside aside yeah. from you know this just didn't it didn't work. I was a bit immature and now more mature. So can I talk through your thought process around that? Because obviously it didn't work out again. Yeah. But it, it was a very different scenario the second time round. So to, talk through your thought process in terms of why you wanted to go there again. Mm. Um and you know what happened the second time round. So what what were your learns the first time round, how you applied that, if you applied it, and then what happened? Because I mean, for me, it was definitely I wanted to just give us another try because I there was still an attraction there, and also I don't feel like I feel like there was unfinished business for me. But I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear kind of from your side where um, you at. I think there there was there was always an attraction, and like I said, I admired you from afar, and even when even after the first time. Um, and I, 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 I know, I, like through throughout this period, like I still followed you on Instagram, and I know, I know you, you were probably cussing me every time, but I was still liking all your pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, because I always thought you were awesome. I thought you were amazing. Um, I still, still do. Um, I was about to check you there <laughs> as well. <laughs> um. And I think the I think I I forgot the feelings, the the insecurities that that it triggered for me when when we then when when we were together and 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 yeah, I, I was I was just I just I just kept thinking. That, this girl's amazing. Why don't I have her in my life? Not the entire period, but um, there was there was a point actually when um, 
I can't remember what it was exactly. I think you posted something and I messaged on your mutual friend. I was like, I, I think I think my exact words were, "I'm an idiot" or something, something to to that to that effect, really. Um, and and then even even when I when I, when we went out that first time, um, it was it was just again it was just to try and redeem myself. I wasn't I didn't think I wasn't thinking second chances, and I didn't think I deserved a second chance. I mean, you give me one. Um, but then hanging out with you that first time, I was, I was thinking again, why, why, why did I let this go? And that's why I messaged you. Yeah. Uh, that's why I sent that message. Um, and then again, um, we we started hanging out, and that was that 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 was a that was a fun time. Um, but again, the same the same same sort of insecurities came up mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't remember when I first um, messaged I don't, I don't know if you remember but when I first messaged you 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 dismissed me yeah I did because yeah. I felt like at the time it was far too I think we'd started talking it'd been about a couple of days and I yeah. thought I can't go back into a relationship with someone who's broken my heart just yeah. like that there's no way even if there was attraction or feeling that I tried to be measured about it mm. um, but for me, just I think one of the mistakes I made was not fully just just dismissing you wasn't enough. I should have explored a lot more around why things went wrong the first time because then we could have had that conversation about you know how you felt and and maybe that would have stare the course of how things weren't the second time around because the second time around it it imploded and actually it probably left me in a worse place than the first time because mm. I'd allow I felt like I'd allowed that same level of hurt to happen to me twice yeah and that was a real pain for me but that's a learning that I, you know I don't blame myself for it but I've taken from from our relationship in that it was you know being able to to ask those questions and not be afraid to ask the questions as well because you were afraid to to say to me, um, you know, this is how I feel, this is my security, but I was also afraid to ask you, mm. actually, why did it go wrong? Why did you, how did you break my heart? And, you know, what 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 was wrong with me, essentially, because I kind of internalised and felt that, but I didn't want to ask you to, to have to hear it from you. So, you know, that was big for me. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 um, it was a weird thing because we we have always, and this is something that you mentioned in, in your blog. We've always had incredible chemistry. Yeah, and I think I think <laughs> I think that the second time I got carried away with that mm. at first, um, but then when you turned me down the first time. I think that gave me a little bit of pause, and I, I then I started to think that you're probably right, mm. and then that started to bring up the reasons why I felt you were right, mm. why I felt like I couldn't be the right kind of guy for you, yeah. and and then I just say it imploded. Uh, in the end. In the end, same um, time around. Um, sorry, did you? No, no yeah. So, 
the two things that kind of came from what you were saying that I think, again, are wider topics. So the first one is around me having a very big personality. And I agree with you. I absolutely have a big personality in that if I'm comfortable around you, I will give you my all. I'm passionate. Mm. I'm loving. I'm caring. I can be very opinionated. I also have, you know, the things that upset me and I can get very upset about those things. Um so you know all of that is it's a lot it's intense and i you know i, I should, don't i should clarify all of that stuff is great yeah i wasn't even i wasn't being dismissive <laughs> about it so i was about to, i was literally about okay. to say that you know that's my personality and yeah. i'm very thankful that i've grown to love that and accept that of myself but i wasn't at that in the past which is why i was saying to you you know when we broke up the first time around i didn't think of it as you have an insecurity. I thought of it. There's something wrong with me. Mm. There's something wrong with my personality. It's not matched to these guys who, you know, I thought you were awesome, um, and yeah, I was like, oh, my personality is not matched to an awesome guy. I, I'm not deserving of an awesome guy, and that's mm. kind of what I took away from it. But you know, going back to the kind of the the point that you made around having a big, a big personality and. Um, dealing with someone that's like that and how that triggered your insecurities like more now than ever women are getting a bigger stage a bit bigger platform we are getting um you know we're finding ourselves in spaces where we should have been a very long time ago and we're able to really showcase our talents showcase our abilities just showcase how amazing and wonderful we are but that will also come with big personalities so you know have you learned to deal with that do you feel like you're someone who has, who stared, who wants to steer away from that? You know, what What does that look like to you now? Because I think a lot of men, not all, because we don't generalise on this podcast, but a lot of men, they say they want these women that are like powerhouses, but they don't know how to deal with them. Like, what, I mean, what's your take on that now? Um, so it's not, it's not necessarily about the... A big personality is great. Um, I think what what I struggle with is I said like I said I'm an introvert mm. Ma- mainly an introvert I'm, mm. I'm very much on the introvert side of the scale um, so I I draw a lot of my energy from solitude from mm. not necessarily solitude from, but from being by myself recharging and it's not necessarily the personality. Mm. It's more the uh, is more the person being on all the time. Okay, I think I understand that a bit more. So it's not so much around having a big personality, but it's being able to match your mood. Yeah in that it sometimes is on, sometimes it's off, and just being a bit more attuned to the fact that there is going to be times where they need that downtime. And actually, you know, I think that's very valid. I think that it is, you know, looking at some of the relationships that I absolutely love, um, there are people who are very different Mm -hmm. in their personalities, but they work because they know how to kind of have that synergy where they're able to, if 
one person's a bit of an introvert or they're a bit you yeah. know more about the being chilled and having that downtime and downtime and another person is very very kind of loud and bubbly and has a lot of energy they either give that person their downtime yeah. or equally they join them in their downtime so i guess what you're kind of saying is that it's all it's great to have a personality but to a degree it's good to because sometimes you know the the person who's quite loud might not understand that that yeah. you need that so it's good to communicate that i need that downtime too and and that's kind of who i am so i guess in an element of transparency so going back to what you said before around yeah. being transparent about who you are as a person um and what that looks like for you in a relationship yeah. and i guess in part that's an understanding of self um which i believe you've kind of grown and, and developed in in kind of the years that you've been dating so yeah i mean i mean that's fair enough and i think that's a that's a really good thing for me because i don't think i necessarily think about that having the personality i have i always kind of am under the belief that i want to learn um or rather you should accept me from you should accept me for who i am mm. And all of me, as opposed to appreciating that actually, even if you love someone, if they are someone who is different to who you are, appreciate them also and buy into them as well. Buy into their personality. You know, it doesn't always have to be um, a juxtaposition where you are different, but you somehow work. You work because you think about things. You take in more of your partner and who they are as well. Mm. And, and that kind of blends together so that you you work so yeah that was really good actually a really good kind of insight for me in terms of how um we were um so you know where where do you think we are now where where would you say kind of in terms of our relationship where would you say we are now because i think there's a there's a conversation around connects never really be friends I think so. Um, but where are we now? I think we've made a lot of progress. We've come a long way. Um, I still remember, I think it was, it would have been two years ago now, uh, summer of 2017. Yeah. Our mutual friend had a birthday thing and I showed up with the girl I was dating at the time. And I remember I came, and this was the point where I realized that, like, things had really blown up with us. Uh, I came over to say hi, and you you just turned and walked away from me. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and that was, that, that, that's the point where I realized how much I'd actually hurt you. Because I don't know if you remember the second time we, we broke up. It didn't, it didn't necessarily... Um, it it wasn't an explosion. Like I said, it was more of an implosion. It was an implosion, yeah. We, we said we were going to be friends. Yes, we did. Um, and one of the things that I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm learning is about myself is the way that I handle my friendships um, probably needs to improve. Like I've, I've, I've always been the sort of person who will always be there for you when you need me but not necessarily be there for you on a daily. Yeah. Um, and I think 
when when we agreed that agreed that we would be we would be friends, I sort of disappeared into my life and got pretty consumed and self absorbed, um, and that must have felt like I'm, I I I'm, I don't want to speak for you, but that must have felt like a rejection for you. It did, um, and you know I've been very open about the fact that I don't deal very well with rejection, but. It was because I genuinely felt like the second time round, even though we had agreed things wouldn't necessarily be, we wouldn't necessarily be in a relationship, I felt like I still tried to make that effort mm. and you completely were dismissive of that. And then when I tried to tell you about it, you were like, no, no, it's all good, it's all fine. And then you did exactly the same thing again. So it was like... I've actually tried to make an effort, even after we've broken up, mm. and you still are just treating me like I, I'm dense, like I'm, I'm being too emotional. Um, and that's where I just, I snapped and I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And I actually remember you were the first person I snapped fully on with any guy that I've kind of dated or had like a significant interest on where I just was like, I'm done with you. I'm done with everything about you. And that's what, kind of drove me to the point that you talked about where at our mutual friends party I just didn't want to be around you you were someone who had disappointed me to the point that I just could not do that to myself anymore mm. um and that's kind of where we were at um but I agree we definitely have grown since then um you know something that I and I think I kind of briefly mentioned it to you kind of offline but something that I learned was when I was going through my transitional period last year and that I was trying to deal with a lot of the hurt and anger that I had towards a lot of situations in my life, I realised that they were doing, it was doing more damage to me than anybody else because, you know, like you said, even I've been holding on to that for almost a year before you even got to see an extent of that. But I had that pain in me for a year and I, I was like, I can't keep on doing that. You know, like they say, or I say they say, like some Nigerians say, because um, we're both Nigerian, mm. uh, you can't take Panadol for somebody else's headache. <laughs> so if someone wants to be a certain way, you can't take Panadol. So, you know, I let a lot of that stuff go. And I think that helped me be able to just deal with you as you were, or as you are, were, because it was like last year we kind of resolved things, in that you were never going to change. But I always knew you were going to be in my life some way, somehow. And I feel like something that a lot of people don't appreciate is that I think everybody you date with date is always going to be in your life some way, somehow. You can't control the universe. Yeah. So you never know where you're going to see them. You never know where they're going to pop up into your life. So you have to, with that knowledge, you have to manage to be able to manage that situation as much as possible. But make sure you have your peace of mind. Yeah. And understanding that and accepting that, but letting go of how you, everything that happened in the past really, really helped me. Um, so, and I don't know if you know this actually, when I saw you next um, at our mutual friend's birthday, I think it was, I want to say it was last year actually, mm -hmm. the next time I kind of saw you after the, the point I'd walked away, um, you came with your date, your new date, your current girlfriend now, um, and 
I actually was introduced to her first. So I kind of wasn't really saying much to you because I just thought I'm done with the situation, but I don't need to actively speak to you. But I was introduced to her first. And as far as I was aware, she didn't know who I was. Mm. Um, And so we started talking. I was like, oh, she's a really nice girl. Like, she's actually really nice. Um, And she asked me, how do I know you? And I remember in my head thinking, how am I going to, you know, answer this question? And I said, you can't punish him for his sins anymore. If you truly have let this whole situation go and you just want to be amicable and be good, you you cannot punish this guy. Mm-hmm. And so I just said to her, oh, I've just known him for a really long time. He's just, we're just like, we're cool. Just known him for a while. Didn't mention anything about that we'd been in a relationship. And I remember that was huge for me. It was a massive turning point because I thought, I don't need to cause you any damage. I don't have that feeling where I need you to feel the pain I was feeling. Um, and that's when I knew we we were going to be okay. And, and I knew that actually I could coexist in your environment um, without feeling anger anymore. So that was a huge thing for me um, in terms of kind of where we are now. I think I also realised that day that that you were... Well, that, that was the day I realised that I, I think... that. I don't know if the words that that you were over it or that you were you you were at peace. Mm. Um, you actually spoke to me. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, I did. I actually remember what I said to you. <laughs> Do you remember what I said to you? I remember what you said to me. Um, uh, and I, I I don't know if you want me to repeat no, it. No, yeah, can you can repeat. That's uh, fine. But yeah, you, I mean, I think you said um, the idea to effectively take care of this one yeah um and it's funny that you didn't you didn't uh mention how we knew each other to her because i i i did and i told her i told her everything that i'd done mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i i i, I told her that i i, I, I she so she she knew I, I don't know if i told her this before or after you you'd spoken i think it was after so i told her our, our story and the mistakes that I'd made and, and, and all of that. And yeah, so she, so, so she, uh, but she was, she's, she's cool with all that. Like, we're fairly, we try and keep open lines of communication. Mm, which um, is, we said a few times, yeah. very important. So yeah, I mean, we're in a good space now. You know, we're not necessarily the best of friends, yeah. but you could be on this pod, my first ever pod. Um, and that was a really big thing for me, again, because I, before you even start thinking about how you date and how you kind of build better relationships and um, within this dating jungle, I feel like it's really important to address some of the past hurts and past issues that you've had um, because you want to build something new and something amazing on a good, healthy foundation. If you mm-hmm. deal with some of the issues in your past or you don't rather deal with some of the issues in your past, it becomes, it can become very problematic. Let me say it it will. But, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily explore that. So for me, a part of this education was actually learning a bit more about where did things maybe go wrong in the past um, and how to kind of look for those signs as well. Because sometimes, and not all the time, but sometimes it can be salvageable, you know, even if, your partner doesn't want to talk, you can try and 
open up those lines of communication. It's not always going to be one-sided. Mm. You know, both people in the relationship have a responsibility. So, yeah, thank you for that, Thank Dej. you for having me. <laughs> um, so, just to kind of wrap up, I'm going to hand it over to you. Um, and I'm just going to ask you to give a piece of advice based on, you know, you're not quite out of the dating jungle yet. Mm. You may be soon, but, you know, <laughs> not, not yet. So, to those who are dating, to those who are single, to those who are looking for relationships, to those who are dealing with heartbreak, all of those people... What kind of advice would you give them? You know, this is open to gender as well. So it could be male advice, it could be female advice. What advice would you give them from your kind of past learnings? Um, it's the, I guess there's, there's a couple of things. One, the key one is communication. Communication, communication, communication. If you genuinely want to be with someone, you have to be willing to... Is if we're talking about people who are in our general demographic, probably looking to get married, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. If you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, you have to be willing to share the whole of the rest of your life with that person. That means everything: your your uh, your your hopes, your dreams, your insecurities, your failures, your your finances, um, everything. So, and that leads me on to my second point. Is partnership. You have to be looking for someone that you can partner with and build with. Mm. And if you're going to partner with someone, they need to know who you are. Yeah. And you need to know who they are. Yeah. Uh, that means always consistently and put yourself out there. If you're if you're single and you're and you're looking, never be afraid to put yourself out there. Mm. Never never be afraid. And this this is this is Easy to say for me, but... So the guys, essentially, then. Yeah. But never be afraid to get hurt. Mm. And th- this, is, this, is, this goes to everyone. I think a lot, lot of the reason why um, even guys will not open up is they are scared of getting hurt. Yeah. Everyone's scared of getting hurt. Yeah. But if you're, cons- if you're always scared of, uh, afraid to get hurt, it's a lot more difficult to find the reward. If you always respond to fear by holding back. So put yourself out there and sometimes you will get hurt, but you will grow. It will it will hurt, but you will grow. If you do get hurt, it will grow. Yeah. Okay, so really wise words of wisdom. I don't think I have anything to add to that. I agree. You know, it's all about communication. It's all about putting yourself out there. I know I'm definitely doing that now. Um, I'll be joining the ranks of relationships very soon, I hope. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much again for coming on. Yeah, I definitely thank feel like you. I learned some stuff. Hopefully you guys did as well. Um, and that is it for um, episode one. Thank you very much for joining, guys. Um, if you do want to pass any comments, you can do so on um, you know, the links. Um, that will be on the SoundCloud page or you can uh, just message me on Instagram. Um, so my Instagram is life without spanks. That's S P A N X S. Or you can email me um, at life without spanks at gmail.com. Thanks very much guys. <laughs>